Hi and welcome to Knivpodden. We are a podcast uh, that talks about knives, uh, knife making. We talk shit about other knife makers and uh, yeah, drink some beer, a little after work. And uh, yeah, together uh, here today we are uh, Axel Alfredsson from Alfredsson Knives. Uh, we are Patrick Karlvik from Smedia Aspen and uh, me, Jonas Jonsson from Isas Media, not Isam the Jam. Isas Media. <laughs> not Isis Medjan. Isis Medjan. Okay, but uh, yeah, we don't want to have the reputation that now the Swedes talk shit about other knife makers, but maybe just a little bit, or it just stands for Jonas. It's a, that's up to him. It's behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how's it going with you guys? It's okay. good. It's good. Yeah. yeah. All good. Uh, a bit warm. A little bit high. Yes. Now I'm uh, regretting all these wishes for the summer and looking forward to a cold winter so you can forge <laughs> without <laughs> pouring out. <laughs> Patrick, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, we, we can take that later, Patrick. Yeah. Never mind. Yep. <laughs> so, someone <laughs> just showed up behind you. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> it was a ghost. Yeah, yeah mm. I think. Maybe Spurkin yeah. Lova. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I, I'm glad this is just the, the format of our audio, not the video. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could have been, could have been fun. fun. <laughs> so what uh, have you guys done this week? We done the thing. Nice, fun, productive. <laughs> yeah, a lot of nice and fun things. <laughs> I think the only thing that was fun this week or since we last talked is I've started three different sourdoughs. I haven't been able to sleep because it's been too warm and too bright outside. So <clears throat> I've just been browsing on YouTube and how to start sourdough. Because uh, I told myself for like six years now that I'm gonna learn to bake good fre- uh, breakfast uh, bread properly, but uh, yeah, it took six years to finally do it. But uh, as we talked about earlier, when uh, you you turn your hobby into your profession, you need to find a new hobby. So hopefully, it's yeah. gonna be sourdough and breads now, but. <laughs> Who knows? I'm gonna bur- uh, I'm gonna bark now with the swingish started. I'm gonna bark the bread. I'm gonna bake my first loaf this weekend. So we see. Probably it's gonna be a dance like a brick, but it's gonna be <laughs> Alfredson bread instead of Alfredson knives. Alfredson, <laughs> Alfredson the sourdough. I mean, I'm <laughs> sourdough and bread knives. Yeah, that matches my personality. So. Why not? <laughs> but uh, work-wise, uh, in the ending of last week, I finished uh, quite a few knives. Uh, a Takawiki, some Gyoros, and some Huneskis. And I sharpened that and packed everything. And as you know, just the moment of uh, sharpening your knives and pack it up and uh, decide when you're finished can take like two, three days. So that took, <laughs> yeah, 
Four days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Plus jobben in the weekend. So. Uh, yeah. And uh, on Monday I started a new batch. Uh, I mentioned last episode that I didn't book any custom knives this month as I wanted a break for it and, and do more for the webshop. So I have two different knives. Uh, a little more advanced for this month and uh, the rest is gonna be just knives available for the webshop. From uh, smaller knives to, to more complicated knives, I don't know, I just forge and do whatever I want to do. So I've uh, forged a pretty large batch this Monday when it was like 27 degrees Celsius outside. So in the forge it was like 45. <laughs> so I'm currently working on that now. Just finish forging and gonna be soft annealing and, and normalizing them to tomorrow, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah, and uh, I've been in the local newspaper, yeah, paper boy, <laughs> and <laughs> the article was very big. It was like yeah. three full pages. Yeah. It was very good. I actually I read it. So yeah, it was good. Yeah, it, it was quite fun. funny yeah <laughs> i'm not uh, 100% serious all the time or i'm never <laughs> serious uh, and not in the article as well but i mean i think i got like 70 new followers for that and mm. 30 new subscriptions to my newsletter and uh, as i mentioned to you <laughs> one guy a uh, drive by and ordered a damascus uh, custom knife later this year so so it it surely has an effect, uh, mm. even uh, locally. So yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it's good. And uh, how about you, Jonas? What have you been up to? Yeah, what have I done? Uh, I forged a little bit uh, last week uh, after we talked uh, last. Uh, I think I forged like six or seven different knives, a couple of uh, customs, and uh, actually a couple of uh, yeah. Uh, knives just for fun to make ab- available on the newsletter later on. I'm not sure when, but I'll try to make it ready in a couple of weeks or so. So, uh, but uh, <coughs> I've also done uh, a few honiokis. I heat treated them today, and everything went very good. So happy with that. Uh, I'm, I'm getting the hang of, I'm getting hang of uh, getting the hamons where I want them. So really, really happy with the progress there. So. Uh, what else have I done? I've, uh, yeah, I've mostly. It, it, as always, it all it feels like I get nothing done. But yeah, I know <laughs> the yeah. feeling. <laughs> it's just Patrick that feels he, he gets something done. Yeah. <laughs> he works one I day a week. And he <laughs> <laughs> no, but I have uh, I've finished a couple of knives and sent out. I, I did a couple of seconds uh, last week. I don't, don't I'm not sure <clears> if I mentioned that uh, in last episode, but. Had a couple of blades that was lying around uh, with a bunch of yeah, not not big big stuff on them, but enough to make them not suitable for full priced ones, so to speak. It was like like a little inclusions in the cladding and stuff and stuff. So, stuff, so yeah, yeah, that's what I done. Uh, uh, mm. Just to, to mention one thing uh, before mm. we th- we lost every Swedish listener to this episode. Uh, <laughs> maybe we should just address why we have one episode in English. Not that this yeah. is just like 
we don't have anything to do in this podcast and that's quite true also but (laughs) there's a reason why we talk in english today yeah yeah we've had a couple of requests uh, actually Uh, and uh, also it's our 50th 50th i I can't speak 50th (laughs) (laughs) a lot of a lot of f's yeah uh, the 50th no, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's our 50th ep- no I can speak det är 50 om det på svenska the 50th 50th episode yeah that was tung hefta as we call good, it good way <laughs> yeah. no but uh, a couple of reasons uh, mostly those <laughs> yeah and it's fun we, we wanted to try as well but uh, Depending on how this goes, uh, <laughs> we will see if there will be more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we never do it again. <laughs> maybe, maybe on the hundredth. <laughs> yeah, <episode. maybe>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we have customers. We uh, all of us free talk to other knife makers and other enthusiasts, uh, and uh, that follows our personal account and our businesses, and just want liked. To hear our podcast and hear us chat in in English and and actually understand what we talk about, <laughs> that's pretty, pretty yeah, hard w- with a Swedish podcast. So probably hard with the Swinglish as well, but <laughs> we try at least. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, Patrick, what have you done? You have done a oh. lot, I think, as, as usual. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Not this time. Mm. Or maybe ah, I got some st- some stuff done, but um, Fredrik Spore from Spores Knivar and uh, another friend of ours Christian Dam. Yeah. was here last weekend. Nice. Or during the Friday. Friday Saturday. Did some some forging or Yeah, a lot of forging. Forged a lot of material for upcoming blades and uh, forged out some some new high uh, some Damascus from 1.2419 and yeah. uh, did some uh, simple laminates or some my billets with mm. uh, spicy white core nice uh, then I kept doing some uh, some tooling for the shop and uh, I've also finished up 12 new handles so I have them pre 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 made for upcoming blades. So mm. that's about that. Uh, nice. Should we just um, make a small uh, presentation of our businesses yeah, and the podcast? Yeah, uh, just to uh, our listeners. Uh, as as we wrote in in uh, our post on Instagram, we have. 400 lists uh, downloads from like Austria and we have li- listeners from uh, America and all over the world and I don't know if it's, o- it's only bots, bots. <laughs> yeah, <probably>. bots everywhere <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh, but um, yes just a small presentation if you haven't heard us talking before or listened to our talking in Swedish and uh, didn't understand a word of it uh, just to get a better hang of who we are and why we started this podcast before we move on to listeners' questions. So, yeah. who wants to start? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, works for me. Yeah, my name is uh, Jonas Jonsson, and I uh, 
run a little company called Isas Median. Uh, I've done so full time for a little bit more than two years. Uh, I had some. I started at, as a hobby, hobby like blacksmith a couple of years ago, and then it quickly evolved to making blades instead. I don't know why, but yeah, that's the natural progression, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I uh, run Asus Median, as I say, uh, full time, uh, make kitchen knives almost exclusively. Uh, yeah. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> and what what's your uh, like uh, what's significant significant? <laughs> <laughs> no, the the it's English dog. Yeah, yeah. I, I try to. I am. What's your um, niche? Yeah, I, I do quite uh, Japanese style blades. Yeah, uh, the classic gyoros and uh, yeah, the other stuff that. Japanese guys make the Serbian <laughs> cleavers. <laughs> no Serbian cleavers. No, fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Maybe a convertible. We have talked about it, but it's not not non uh, non done yet. But uh, yeah, I, I try to give it a little bit of a Swedish touch. Uh, I like to keep uh, the Scandinavian uh, yeah feel to it, if you wish. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how. I can explain it but uh, I try to give it quite a rustic look uh, rusty ru- rusty yeah <laughs> only rust <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool a r- rustic look and uh, try to use uh, as much Scandinavian or Swedish uh, materials as possible uh, when I, whenever I can then uh, I don't say I don't like uh, other stuff, but I have a couple of favorite uh, woods that come from Australia, and they're beautiful and nice to work with. But yeah, I I prefer the, the Scandinavian stuff because yeah, yeah the tradition. Mm. I think I, I like it. Like to work with it. So. Yeah, mm. that's me. That's, that's you. <laughs> So Who if you I? want to, to, to purchase a custom Serbian cleaver with a hybrid wood handle, you should contact Jonas. No. Yeah. No. Don't. That's a good summary. I won't answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, what about you, Axel? Yes. My name is Axel Alfredsson or Axel Alfredsson in, Axel in uh, the English pronunciation. Yeah. I've started my business, my knife making business, almost two years ago, uh, October 2019, I think. Uh, it started as a passion for cooking um, that got me into knives, so I bought my first handmade Japanese knife ten years ago. Uh, and uh, that led, of course, to sharpening by hand, so I bought a couple of whetstones and didn't have a clue what I was doing. and. Uh, put them aside for a couple of years and uh, sent my knives into this shady company that sharpens knives as a service by mailing in in Sweden and they fucked up all of my knives and then I just said nope I'm gonna uh, study this now and uh, master to sharpen my own knives and after that I kind of got into the process of making knives Uh, 
a lot in YouTube and forums uh, and decided to, to give it a try. So I started uh, making knives as a hobby. Uh, and in that time, I bought a lot of equipment really fast because it was the only way to like not think about my work. I had a very hectic job situation that finally led to, to, to that I burnt out. Um, so I just took a leap and said, yeah, I know how to run a business and, and the sales and marketing because that, that's what I worked with before. So if I'm just uh, put a lot of effort to, to, to master the craft and finally to, to be proud and put out a product that I can stand for, yeah. why not? At least I should try. So uh, I quit my job and started this knife business. Um, Initially, I worked 60% if you're gonna divide your time in 40 times a week, but I, in reality, I worked probably 100% and had a, another job uh, just to have some, some bread and water and to pay my rent. Uh, but in March 2020, it took off as I love, lost my consultant job due to Corona. And since then, I've been working with this at full time. So. I, uh, as Jonas, uh, almost exclusively uh, make kitchen knives, uh, as I know what to look for in, in, uh, yeah, in kitchen knife regarding performance. Uh, and uh, a lot of influence to the Japanese side of, of, uh, of kitchen knives, but um, trying to find my own signature and my own style to it. Uh, yeah, hmm. I think that cover it. Yeah, Axel, 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 Axel Alfredson, Axel yeah. Rose knives <coughs> and sourdough bread. <laughs> That's you. And you, pa Patrick, then. Patrick, yeah. Patrick, Patrick. <laughs> oh, Patrick, Patrick. Um, yes. Um, I'm Patrick Kolvik, and I run. Uh, Smedia Aspen here on my we wouldn't call it a farm but I have the barn and the house and a few smaller houses on and the land here, so. and you have a have a, a, a rabbit so pretty much a farm <laughs> small farm yeah. <laughs> um, and I do this part time uh, right now one one day a week and some evenings and a bit on the weekend. <laughs> Whenever evening, I can. Every really. weekend. <laughs> um, I got into the knife making from the forging, really. I started with a coal forge and made all the small stuff, like hooks and small... What are they called? Small candle, candle holders and stuff like yeah, that. Maybe. Yeah, yes. Candle holders and small uh, L beams for shelves yeah. and that kind of stuff. Um, and when I got my grinder, I tried making a few knives and I kind of had a pretty good hand at the grinder from the start. I've always liked working slow and steady with my hands, so. Standing at the grinder was pretty natural. Um, 
the kitchen knives probably came from my background as a, I did in our is it high school no I think the equivalent is high school maybe yeah maybe high school gymnasium high school yeah, I think so yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a trained chef from that time anyway uh, and I worked a little as it but um, it was too stressful and I never really stuck with it uh, but I always loved to cook and uh, like to handle handle a blade in the kitchen so um, that's probably where that came from um, don't think I have a special style yet that I prefer. I like making tools, like any kind of thing that people find useful. Um, but the chef's knives have been quite well received overall. Um, and I like making them. It's uh, fun to see the reaction on people when they pick up a good blade. If they're not used to good blades. Yeah. Um. My customers only ask for refund. Yeah, <laughs> mine too. <coughs> and I just say, send a mail to isasmedian at gmail.com. Yeah, that, that, oh, that's why I get all the refunds. Oh, what the fuck? <coughs> oh you get Axel's refunds. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. <laughs> Shit, that's bad business. And I, I told her I'm working business or for good business. <laughs> uh, no, but that's probably. I like yeah. forging. That's what I mainly want mm. to do. Um, but as long as I can forge and uh, making blades is quite a lot of forging if um, if you like to forge the blades of course um, so that's probably what I'll keep doing uh, mm. trying, trying to get uh, the hang of uh, woodworking tools as well at the moment but I have quite. I, I'm working on orders for kitchen knives so much, so I can't really focus on learning new stuff at the moment. Mm. But that's probably good, since yeah, I also want to <laughs> want to do this as a business sometime in the future. Um, yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. That's me and what <coughs> I do at least. Yeah. Should we say a little bit why we started this podcast? Yeah, to try to earn money as our as our craft <laughs> yeah, didn't bring occupation. a nickel or dime. Yeah, no, no this this is our monthly pay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we split twenty dollars per month. <laughs> no, we we thought it was a, a fun thing to do because there was no real podcast in Swedish uh, or in Scandinavia at least uh, that I know of uh, that talked about this stuff uh, knife making and, and knives in general uh, mm. so yeah I think it was 
just that, having fun and the lack of something to listen to. We had to do the talking ourselves. <laughs> and I mean, it's quite a solitary work as you work alone. Yeah. And uh, I mean, uh, it's good uh, if you worked alone to have someone equal uh, to you to talk with, not just your loved ones, because they get pretty fed up with all the talks <laughs> about knives. Yeah. So, so that I was can't. a part. I mean, that was a part too, just to like. Yeah. Have a after work isn't a word, as I understand in the mm. other parts than Sweden. But okay, like didn't know. hanging out with your colleagues after <coughs> work. So yeah. after work, I don't know what it's called. We usually we usually record uh, in the middle of the week, and <coughs> I I at least get drunk as fuck every time. <laughs> 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 so I'm usually hangover the, the day after. But yeah, yeah. <coughs> you gotta take that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's fun times and uh, it, it's pretty <laughs> nice to, to, to have a podcast that, I mean, we don't have a clue how many listens to our podcast. I think we looked that up the first time for like three weeks ago and we've run this yeah. podcast over a year now. Uh, so, I mean, uh, of course, yeah. we interact a lot with our listeners and, and uh, that's the best part of it, I think. But we have a good time too. Totally agree. So... Yeah, so w- we could just do this podcast and not broadcast it, and we, we probably still still doing it. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> no, but it's fun. It's fun interacting with uh, our listeners. Yeah, we have yeah, a is. good it group is. of listeners, and also we have a, we have had a couple of really good guests uh, on the show yeah. as well, uh, yeah. and uh, that is always very nice. Yeah, I mean, we, we had Sandvik, uh, one of the words largest steel manufacturer as a guest yeah. on this podcast and talked about metallurgy metallurgy yeah. metallurgy, yeah. Uh, metallurgy. And, and i had to say that's the best <laughs> broadcasted like podcast about metallurgy for knife steels i think there. so and so unfortunately it's, it's in swedish yeah. so we can say what we want about it <laughs> but, but <laughs> if anyone listens yeah. like ben Camon <coughs> maybe listens to this and uh, wants to know what what he said uh, we can translate it for you for like maybe yeah. Google, Google Translate yeah. is very good for German I've heard mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah especially <laughs> slida for for the knife <laughs> <laughs> one f- fun thing is you know Martin Huber yeah 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 uh, on his website it's only in German and uh, Google Translate automatically uh, uh, translate the whole page and for his hunting knives on every hunting knife he has uh, like if you want to to order or add a, a leather sheet to, to the knife uh, just email me <laughs> and, and uh, in swedish it translates to uh, leather sli leather leather fit leather vagina <laughs> because slida in, in swedish also is vagina yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that <coughs> translation is, is pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, it can be can be a, a bit crazy. Yeah. The translation, but yeah. Yeah, that was a really good episode actually. I think it was one yeah. of the best we yeah. had. I agree. Probably. So, yeah. Yeah, should we move on? Uh, we've had uh, actually a bunch of questions. Uh, so thanks for that. Uh, who wants to start? Mm. Yeah. Shall I take the first one? Yeah. 
Kör. Ja. Eh, MHB eller MHB knivslipning eller ja, we can take it like MHB knife sharpening. <laughs> in in English. Uh, he, he asks what natural whetstones do you use and where to buy them? And yeah. You can start. <laughs> <laughs> Or Jonas will go on for no, hours. No, I can talk all night with this. <laughs> um, I mean, natural whetstones, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I only have like a couple of free natural stones. One is one uh, from Sweden, just like 150 kilometers from me, called Lusbrynet. It's like a mid-range, fine uh, natural stone, produces very two-fedge. And I bought that from Robin Dahlman. He posted some of them on his webshop. Uh, but they're pretty hard to come by now, so... But uh, never mind. And the natural stone, I bought it from uh, a knife collector or knife enthusiast here in Sweden. Uh, is it called Iman, maybe? Hmm? Iman? Iman. Yeah. Iman. Yeah. I know you know him. Ah, yeah, Imran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imran. <clears throat> Imran, yes. Yeah. Sorry, the whiskey makes my throat all. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Imran. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he has. Uh, he had a lot of stones. I don't yeah. know how much he has, but. No, I don't know. Left now yeah. either, but I mean, I, I browsed uh, on the web uh, on the internet and. Many retailers had uh, fairly overpriced here in Europe, I found. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and uh, not what I l- really looked for, so... But but I don't know, I think you two, it's better to answer this question. Yeah. Um, Patrick, you have a few. I do, I do. Mm. Um, but I mainly, mainly use a small Ivadani for finishing edges that's probably my to go I don't know if the JNS 300 the one from Japanese natural stones if that's a natural stone no I don't think so it's just uh, I think it's composed by both synthetic and natural and natural dust perhaps Uh, yeah I think so Yeah, I'm not sure Um, but I think so that one is also a to go if we can call it a natural stone, mm. but it's ma- it's uh, man-made, so probably not. Um, yeah, I also have that uh, loose brune that Axel was talking about. Same size from uh, Robin Dolman. Mm. Um, it's a really good stone. That one, really gives that uh, nice toothy tomato murder edge. <laughs> um, and it and works I, well for for uh, carving tools as well yeah. for finishing uh, carving tools and I would recommend if people struggling with uh, getting the burr off the edge that's a really good finishing stone uh, because it's really good to deburr on uh, yes it's yeah. glass hard <laughs> um, and then I have a few others that I use mainly for progression on the the few Kazumi knives I do. But right now I don't remember the name. 
of those stones. You have some Uchi and uh, some. I do have an well. yeah, yeah, I do. I do have an Uchi. Yeah. I, I have the Kukayama 4000 now. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the new one. Yeah, <coughs> that's from Swedish that's from uh, southern southern yeah. Sweden. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Really good. Shaped yeah. like a dick, but uh, I find that <laughs> very good. <laughs> very very uh, edgy dick. Edgy. <laughs> 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 Rectangular dick. That's nice. <sighs> Yeah. <coughs> what so. I have, yeah, I have a lot of stones. Yeah. I don't want to go into it because we can be here all night then. <laughs> so uh, let's go to. Uh, but but we can. Uh, yeah, where to buy them? Uh, <coughs> I mean, a lot of knife retailers uh, get uh, some natural stones now and then. So keep a lookout. Uh, fine tools in Germany have a couple of uh, nice Uhira uh, Tumai. <coughs> quite often that are very hard and nice for for uh, finishing your edges on uh, not uh, super super uh, uh, fine uh, like middle course something like that but I, I really like it I use that one a lot for uh, finishing uh, my edges on uh, so yeah but uh, like the knife re- retailers and connections really you you a lot of people that buy and trade a lot of stones are collectors on both knives and stones. So, yeah, mm. uh, send us a, a DM. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think it's the right way to to like, just like uh, name drop a few names that we know no, of. No, yeah. no, no. So if you are in the market for for a specific own, uh, stone, uh, DM us, and then we can. Mm. Yeah, we can push yeah. you in the right direction, I think. <laughs> so yeah, I can uh, plow through all his questions here. I think uh, <coughs> he asks, uh, "Cut throats? Have you have any of you made one? And would you? I don't know what it is, but uh, it, if it is what I think it is, as it sounds, I, I've never done one, and I would never do one. <laughs> is, is that like a prison knife or? Yeah, feels like isn't a like a, 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 a <laughs> no, it's mo- isn't it more like a, a big uh, straight racer ah it could be yeah could be i i have no if i, I remember correctly yeah. i haven't probably uh, researched that one <laughs> i've not done one <clears throat> no me neither Axel. no no i i just do you pu- don't know what pu- it is. push daggers so no, no <laughs> cutthroat. Push, push daggers yeah. works better. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Uh, I think we move on. Uh, <coughs> and this this question is yeah. Can for we the, just for the st- start <laughs> stop talking about it because everyone is gonna think that I can sharpen knives. <laughs> I know where you're going. You're not alone. I know you're where you're alone. going. I'm just gonna mute you. <laughs> <laughs> you are not alone. <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna read it anyway. Yeah, sure. uh, who has sharpened the sharpest knife, and how did you find out? If not, when is it going to happen, and how will you measure it? The reason for this question, I think, is that we always talk about we can't sharpen knives. Yeah. <laughs> we never get them sharp. So uh, I think we can move on from that. We don't need to go into that at all. I think. Yeah, we talked about this uh, <coughs> several times, and especially me about like we, t- we call it sharpening anxiety. 
Uh, and that's one thing as for me the more i mean i feel on edges every day and i've been doing Mm. that for almost two years now and Mm. i love i lost my senses to to to, like do the free finger test when you feel on the edge yeah i agree i agree but i mean uh, as we talked about we haven't had any complaints really about the knives being dull so that's that's that needs no. to mean something. I think it's like a like a head ghost or what you can call it. But yeah. uh, I I I feel the same the same thing. I I have a really hard time feeling with when something something is sharp. I need to test it on something because my fingers I I can't feel it. Yeah. Uh, anymore. I think it's like all the forging and all the grinding and you grind off your fingertips once in a yeah. while and it grows back and it gets yeah. thicker every time. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the senses, you lose, you lose it over time, yeah. I think. I mean, w- um, one thing, just to address that, because yes. I reflected on that now since I made a lot of uh, Huneskis, uh, because you have this fat geometry, uh, but when you still sharpen to like a perfect apex, it's going to feel different, of course, to like a laser geometry on a geoda or anything else. Yeah, yeah, and And yeah. that's the thing I think that I've lost like the senses in my brain somewhere when like on the Honeski, uh, you have such a fat geometry behind the edge that takes like the pressure out of the sharpness. So you won't like cut yourself unless you're really mm. pushing it. But mm. on a thin like Gyoro with a very thin geometry, it's going to be less resistant. So that I can yeah. feel easier. Yeah. 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 But as you say, you want us to, uh, I think just the, like the free finger test, that's your brain telling you now you're going to hurt yourself. And like a dog, you can train that away. And I think we just trained <laughs> that away. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Who want to take next question? Patrick? Uh, yep, I can take it. I'm going to slo- slo- slaughter Yaris' yeah. name, but... Toy- <laughs> Yeah, the Toivanen. It's, it's, I know, I know. He has pronounced it to me. It's Toivanen. Toivanen. <laughs> yeah, like the in toi- the army. Toivanen. Yeah, the Toivanen. It's an inside joke. <laughs> you have to, to, to do this in Finnish English too. <laughs> no, I can't. Um, what's your most funniest, expensive, etc. Little oops, I forgot this or something like that. When you were uh, like that, when you were furious, but you can laugh it, laugh with it now. Yeah. An oopsie situation. An oopsie situation. I can say that the the heat treating oven is an oopsie situation. For me. <laughs> <laughs> the one where I, you were playing tr- gonna, electrician. Yeah, the little <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. After, <laughs> not when I did it. <laughs> I uh, I don't know what I did. I I connected something wrong in the, <laughs> the wiring to the heat treating oven. So I, yeah, it was a little bit of sparks and smoke and stuff like that. So I had to order some stuff. <laughs> That's uh, maybe yeah. I, I I don't know if it's the most expensive, but we have uh, joked about it a lot after that. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. You guys have any? I don't know the most funniest or expensive little oops, but the most recent 
probably was uh, the Damascus knife set I did recently. <laughs> the 240 Gyodo that I had to remake three times. And mm. the first time of it when I uh, live streamed when I was just hand sanding the blade. And it was a um, Damascus Salmai. <coughs> and that was the first blade of them. And uh, yeah. I just uh, put up my phone and live streamed it on Instagram and talked to people and didn't like think really what I was doing and I put my blade on a magnet just to hold it in place when hand sanding it as I the taper was pretty hefty so I couldn't just like clamp it on to a 2x4 or something and without thinking the tip was hanging out from the magnet so I was going to read something on the phone and lean forward and push down the sanding stick over the tip and broke the blade in live stream and <laughs> funny I wouldn't call it funny because I got <laughs> furious and throw the blade over the place he just ended the live stream <laughs> and then I punched in the wall and closed my web <laughs> workshop and sat in my car and listened to my sugar and just drifted home so and I, I can't laugh at it now I hate fuck ups that's the worst thing I know but it was how a, many DMs did you get after it yeah a lot I, get, I got one like 10 minutes after uh, someone said um, knife maker doesn't make mistakes only smaller knives <laughs> and then I got so fucking pissed I did another video I, did you see that Yep. I'm not sure if I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and I just did a quote and filmed myself. Knife making doesn't make mistakes, all small knives. <laughs> and I took the knife that was left and just throw it in the wall and said, fuck off and <laughs> put it in my finger. At. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah. he's a listener, so he took, took it good. So. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Hmm. <laughs> um. So, yeah. I don't know either which one would be the worst, but uh, I, I never make mistakes. I do. I make <laughs> a lot of mistakes. <laughs> no. I broke before when I was uh, straightening blades with a three-point straightener in in device. I've broken yeah. quite a few blades. <laughs> yeah. But those are not oopsies. Those are more like ah. Hmm. Args. <laughs> you just um, get furious. Yeah. Um, I put myself on fire a few times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny Is for that other Smiths. Is why you don't have any hair? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> now we're gonna o only on the face. throw punches on each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That that got I, me. I set my I set myself on fire today. I turned the torch to my arm. <laughs> all my ar arm hair burned. <laughs> yeah, I've done that several times. Where where you're gonna burn fit your handle, and yeah. you have your torch just right yeah. on the, on the yeah, table. Yeah, exactly what I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, do you remember like in the first episode? Now when you said Patrick that you set yourself on fire, when I almost. Mm burned down much my my first shop like no. on this fine steel wool the big yeah yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. <laughs> i had my charger to my i have uh, this uh, fan powered uh, what is called the pp the breathing mask uh, yeah yeah 
and I had the charger beside a big pack of steel wool. And when I was going to charge my battery, the contact to the battery charger touched the steel wool and it burned. It burned like shit and I am cheap as fuck. It did, I didn't want to spoil everything. So I tried just to put, take the parts that was burning and it's throwing and it's burning everywhere. So I ran to my swerf bucket at the grinder, just pushed everything down and it was burning right over, over the place. And it's smoking everywhere and my neighbors, because I had my shop uh, live very close to my neighbors. And what are you doing? What are you doing? It's smoke everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that, that was funny. Don't mind me, yeah. I'm just burning down the neighborhood. I can laugh to that afterwards. That's yeah. like the only thing I can laugh. <laughs> yeah, shall we move on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick, do you take Do you want to take that one as well? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can take the next one. Yep. Um, also, what's your hand sanding setup? I don't have any. A big <laughs> magnet and the tip <laughs> hanging out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you prevent prevent from scratching the already finished side, especially if you use liquids like VD40 with the sanding? Yeah, I don't use any liquids. <laughs> Maybe water once in a while. I I do it dry. I think it wears the paper out faster, but it's uh, more effective. I think, at least in my opinion. Uh, I also like going in dry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The friction. To get that yeah, warm that, feeling to your best. fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but the scratching, I mean you can tape it with like um, some masking tape. Uh, yeah. on the other side. So you protect it like that. I think. Or you and just like don't protect, you don't use protection and start living on the edge. Ah, yeah, now no, no, it's uh, spiraling, <laughs> yeah. spiraling out of control here. I think when you no, almost <laughs> finish, you just pull it out and aim on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, but the, like setup for hand setting, I don't know. I have like a steel steel uh, I don't know like 60 millimeters wide I think uh, yeah just like a, I'm not sure what it's called uh, like a small u-beam I'm not sure if yeah. you can call it that yeah. yeah with like a support in the in one end uh, down to the floor and then it's connected to like a table in the other end and then I have covered it with uh, leather so uh, it's uh, a little bit soft and uh, doesn't scratch <laughs> uh, as much as much b- uh, as bare steel <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> i can say it's uh, it's uh, it's uh, exciting when you uh, hand sanding cleavers because the cleavers like 100 millimeters wide and you have a 60 millimeter under it's uh, yeah <laughs> you get a lot of overhang to cut yourself on <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Like a two by four is yeah. uh, the go-to, I think, for most yeah. people. And just yeah, strap it down with something. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if we have to add to that. I mean, I think no, we do the no, same. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like uh, you can, if you want to check something out on YouTube, check Nick Wheeler. Yeah, 
Yeah. He has a bunch of uh, videos on hand sanding. Uh, really, really good and informative. Mm? Yeah. Do you we want take to take the next one as well, Patrick? I can take the next Patrick. one. Patrick? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is your preferred stone setup for Kasumi finish? Mm. Axel? Mm. <laughs> 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 ha! Shepton Pro 220. That's good. Uh, I don't do Kasumi finishes. I am terrible at Kasumi finishes. Uh, I've tried it, but I've always given up. I mean, I can barely hand sand because I hate it and I'm not tall. I don't have the mindset to do it. So I don't do stone finishes. So I leave that to you, Jonas and Patrick. Patrick? Yeah. Yeah, mm. bitte. Um, Patrick, you can start. Yeah. If you want to. Yeah. Um, I usually go with my JNS 300 to clean up the bevels and make everything as straight as possible. And then I move on to my Shepton Pro, the 1K. And then I have like a Shusera 3K, I think. And depending on uh, where I want to go after that, I either go finish with the Shusera, because that gives quite nice contrast, or I move mm. on to a Kitayama and then my Uchi. Mm. That's probably how I do it. I haven't done that many, so this is probably more Jonas Field. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I uh, as I, th- I think I've said it before, but I try to do as much as possible on the grinder to save save the the job on the stones. But <coughs> the usual progression is like a Imanishi two twenty, then uh, uh, King eight hundred uh, onto Naniva three thousand. I usually do like most of the stuff on the 220 put the geometry in like the convex uh, and then I go over to uh, the 800 and just take out the scratches as much as possible and then I go to the 3000 and just more or less polish the edge steel uh, because the one I use gives almost like a mirror finish although it's like a 3 3000 mirror finish but it's still very very bright so from there it's very easy to to progress uh, because the the cladding is usually softer so you can uh, blend it in very good so from there i go to either jns uh, the red auto that they have very good very big long lasting stone to polish the cladding and a little bit on the on the edge steel and then I go to some natural of choice mainly Maruyama, Suita or uh, Okudo, Ohira I have a a Hideriyama, I don't know very very different stone but I like it Uh, it gives a very very nice contrast between the cladding and the core steel uh, not so bright core steel though, but uh, I really like it. Mm. Uh, depends on how far I want to take it, I think. 
I'm as as in everything, but that it's like training. You get better and better in every life you do. You learn a little little things here and there. So yeah, it's probably I, not about what stones you use or no. I, I think more the, the, like no, learning exactly. stones you have. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. And the 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 main the main uh, job do it on the coarser stones because that's where you put uh, the main job of the. Yeah, you, 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 that's where you control how the rest will be, yeah, so to speak. So, yeah, yeah. Well, will you take the last questions from Yari, uh, Patrick? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Um, um, I think we answered this quite. Didn't we? Uh, yeah, uh, more more we or did. less, but yeah, we can just briefly briefly touch it, maybe. Yeah. How we finish our customers' knives. Yeah, on the edges. Yeah, and if we yeah. differ it with personal preference. Mm. Uh, um, I yeah, go Axel. I think Axel. I didn't. To- I think I just tried to tell where I bought my stones and not which one I did I uh, I did use, but my go-to finishers are the uh, loose brune that I mentioned and uh, an Ohira Suita uh, Japanese natural stone but I got a Kitayama 4000 from Jonas Kukayama Kukayama yeah he pimped it up a little and drew, <laughs> and drew a dick on it so it performs better <laughs> <laughs> but but I tested that stone and I and I really like it. Uh, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah the 4K is really a yeah. really nice finisher. It uh, actually that one is really really good as a finisher or, or like a pre-finisher for Kasumi as well. It gives a very mm. nice contrast and, uh, yeah. and uh, quite bright uh, core steel. So yeah. Oh. But but yeah. I would say in my experience that it's more l- from your technique than the stone. I've haven't mm. tried every stone in the market, of course, but. Uh, I mean, when it comes to getting that last toothness or the last bite of the edge, by alternating your technique on one stone, you can get very different result. But that's from my experience. Uh, but I like the loose brin and I like the Hira Suita. And I think this Kidayama 4000 can be a go-to too. Uh, I need to just uh, test it some more, but, but I really enjoy mm-hmm. it. So thank you, Jonas. Thank you for yeah. the Kukayama. Soak it. Pre- uh, yeah. You can have it like in uh, perma soak if yeah. you want to. Yeah. It's really, really, it's thirsty. thirsty. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I <coughs> saw that when I was trying to use it as I only have hard stones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not so used to have to drench my stones anymore. So Maybe you could uh, lacquer it, bottom and sides. Yeah, yeah, you can, but it, it still it still requires uh, quite a lot of water. Okay, so okay. My 8K doesn't require that much water, to be honest. Okay, yeah. Didn't know it was such a difference between the w- between the four and 8K. I don't know. Maybe mm. I, I don't know. I mm. haven't tried 8K, so I am not sure. And I haven't tried the four. <laughs> yeah, you see. <laughs> we should have a, a stone pass around between knife makers. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And I, I, I can send you my first stone, <laughs> the middle sharp, with 1,000 and 8,000. <laughs> it looks like the typical Swedish cheese, like this slope, yeah. ski slope <laughs> in the middle. I have a, I have a, a like, uh, 
like a big box of uh, stones that I used used before to to sharpen the scythes uh, in field, and they look like shit, but they are. It's really fun to have. <laughs> uh, I just, uh, I just, I just collect them <laughs> in a box. <laughs> yeah, I have a, I have a couple of those scythe yeah, sharpeners. I think I think I well. have like a hundred or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just to mention uh, one thing more before you take off the perf- personal preference, and I mean I'm very lazy. Even if I, I mean I don't regularly sharpen my knives anymore, to be honest, uh, <laughs> I have only uh, a Shepton Pro 1000 in my kitchen. Every other stone is in my workshop. Uh, I mean, before I was this nerd on sharpening and uh, could. Just resharpen my knives like every two days just because I was interested in it. So I would say when I'm sharpening my knives now I use just the Shepton Pro 1000 and that mm. produces a well worth edge to, to yeah, use yeah, in the yeah, kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. Mm. I mean like a, for, for the kitchen knives like a toothy edge I mean you can do most stuff. I think like maybe if you go into the nerdy side of stuff uh, for like processing fish or stuff like that like for sushi sashimi and uh, this kind of stuff you want maybe a more polished edge but for like cutting vegetables why not have a toothy mm. edge I mean Shepton 2000 is superb <laughs> yeah I mean and for for home cooks like us yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the only thing I wanted to slide good through onions and tomatoes and if it's just that i'm I'm happy so yeah (laughs) and i mean it's it's fast it's a fast stone so you don't need to work on it (laughs) very hard to get a good decent edge but yeah yeah for me i i think like i i think i have taken a step back uh, from more polished edges to a little bit more bite i'm not sure I, i i yeah i like i experiment all the time i think i have too many stones <laughs> <laughs> no shit <laughs> so, uh, yeah i'm not sure but i'm like axel i don't uh, or axel yeah. I, I i i like every other knife i feel it's not sharp when i send it away but it is sharp but yeah mm. it's like uh it's in my brain somewhere it's a constant struggle <laughs> <laughs> And I received your our collaboration knife and I touched the edge. Did you cut yourself? It was dull. Yeah, it wasn't sharp. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and that was just like a relief for me. Ooh, okay, yeah. it, it, it is in my head. <laughs> I told you. <Yeah>. I usually <laughs> go for uh, go for just an underpolished edge for the knives I yeah. send out. If someone wants yeah. a more polished edge, they can usually do it themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, since most people like a bit of bite. Yeah. For yeah, what I, what they use the knives for. And I think that approach that you mentioned earlier in our episode that if someone wants a more polished edge, they probably have the stones to do it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Since they know what they like, they usually yeah. can do it and themselves. And also, uh, this has been pointed out to me by many customers, customers as well, that, that like every, almost everyone that collects a lot of knives and 
know what they're doing. They want to put their own edge on the knife yep. when it comes. So they may be not even cutting anything before they put it to the stone. So yeah, but of course it's nice to send out a sharp knife. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. So yeah. It's um, like a, a espe- especially if someone's gonna do a cut demo right out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wink, oh. wink, wink, wink. Yes. Um, yeah, and then for for um, carving tools, I do an, a really polished edge, but mm. that's a whole other story from from the kitchen. So. Yeah. Um, mm. Last question from Yari. If you had to pick just one steel to use for the next five years, what would it be and why? Yeah, we have covered this many times in uh, previous episodes, but not in English, so yep. we can take it again. <laughs> Axel, take it away. Yeah, I think actually I've changed since we talked last time. Uh, I've always really? read the uh, one twenty-five nineteen, uh, the tungsten. The tungsten alloy carbon steel uh, that I mainly use, but uh, if I heavy stone alloy, heavy stone, heavy stone alloy, (laughs) heavy stone alloy. What's that? No, but it's tungsten. (laughs) (laughs) The direct Swedish translation. Yeah, heavy stone alloy. Or the varje fram. Varje fram. Wolfram. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, right. no. Okay, no. I'm going to we, be we'll serious I've probably switched to, if I only could use one uh, steel the next five years, it would be 14C28N from yeah. Sandvik, the stainless one. Yeah. I, it's one of my favorite seeds right now. I really enjoyed um, the. Now I have the process for forging it and keeping it stainless. And uh, yeah, I've dialed in the heat treatment and I think just the edge it takes and it's incredible. I like mm. it a lot more than ABL, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. I, I agree, actually. Uh, yeah, nice. I really like that. And I mean, it adds that. We talked to Sandvik and we have a contact like on Sandvik and uh, a lot of questions about the steel we have answered. So, yeah, I really enjoy the steel. Uh, and, and of yep. course, I mean, it's Swedish, so that adds a lot too to use something locally produced. So, mm. yeah, 14C28N. And nice. uh, Patrick? Um, I'd go for the 52100 sale. Or you haven't changed? E- nope, <laughs> not nope. yet. Or equivalent. I I really enjoy forging it, and it's easy to get in square or round bar. Mm. Um, I like the versatility of the steel. It can be used for both axe bits and carving tools and kitchen knives. It doesn't hold uh, such a great edge as these these uh, tungsten alloyed steel, but at higher HRC, it certainly performs yeah, quite yeah, good. Yeah. Um, it it takes a pretty nice patina as well, and it's uh, e- easy to easy to forge. I think it's not. 
it's not as cranky <laughs> as the higher alloys deals with the temperatures. Mm. So that would probably be my to go. Yeah. Yeah. And I go <coughs> even simpler <laughs> with the 26C3 or spicy white that some like to call it. Uh, it's a Swedish steel as well. So, mm. yeah, from home. <laughs> but uh, yeah, now I, I really like it. I, I enjoy working with it. And uh, also because I really enjoy working with Honiokis at the moment. It's like my favorite. I really like the. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I'm it's easy to, to work with it, easy to forge. I have the heat read dial in uh, quite well. Uh, and it's a good performing steel, very simple and gets sharp as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it sure so, does. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, yeah, it does. But it is I, a razor really blade like steel it. from the start, right? <clears throat> yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, it is. It's. Uh, I think. Uh, Wustalpine who makes it is like ABL and 26C3 they have labeled as their razor steel so okay mm. so it is uh, and uh, yeah I don't know I, I just really I, I like the properties of it and the the, the ca- characteristics of the steel uh, in general yeah can't say why but <laughs> I just do <laughs> So yeah, <coughs> that's my yeah. go-to, and I will probably use that for more than five years. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Okay, should we move on? <coughs> yeah, we're already like an hour and more than that, I think. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, for, for some, it's the first episode they listen to us a bit. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. No, no problem yeah. at all. Yeah. But we shall move on. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I take the next one. Uh, yeah. And it's from Benjamin. Come on, yeah. come yeah. on, you come on. I, I think it's an Austrian hobbyist maker. Maybe do, <laughs> do you know him? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not really sure. No, I think it's a shy <laughs> dude from from Austria. But I'm yeah. not really, yeah. really sure. Yeah, I have to look it up. Okay, <clears> one <throat> serious question: Why do you Swedes all use tend all use? Or tend to use occasionally, or okay, or <laughs> occasionally use very traditional materials associated with Swedish knives, like master birch, birch bark, or antler, for example. That stuff screams Sweden to me. Uh, is it the pride of the history? Kinda thing. Is kinda it the pride thing? of the history kind of thing? <laughs> this is like a fourteen-year-old will, will write from the ghetto. Yeah. Uh, or more that you're all into those materials for some reason, uh, like you grew up with it. Or is it just another reason? I'm genuinely curious. Genuinely curious. I mean, um, mm. what do you say? Why do you use Swedish materials? Yeah. I mean, I think for me it's like I I don't sure. I'm not sure. I, yeah, it's it's like a traditional thing for sure. Um, like the birch bark uh, that I use a lot for some of my handles. Uh, It's like a very, very old thing from Scandinavia. It's just not Swedish. It's like Scandinavia. You have Norway, Finland, Denmark, all the the countries around here have used that for like thousands of years. 
uh, for this stuff. So it's yeah, it sure is the traditional uh, side of things, but I also like I <laughs> just like the look of it, really. Uh, like Master Birch is to me one of the most prettiest wood you can find anywhere uh, when you get the right pieces. It's it's just be beautiful. <coughs> so sure yeah, um, for me it's both both tradition and just that I like to work with because I I, I enjoy it. Yeah, I don't know what uh, what about you? Who's you? Yeah. Patrick. Who you? Who you? Who, you? Who me? You me? Both you. Me you. You and me. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I I I kind of I I have to agree with uh, with Jonas there that the master birch is very very good looking and uh, mm. it's it takes a stain very nicely as well. Yeah, it does. You can color it in stabilization, or you can stain it, or you can get a very high. You can contrast. stain it like a Smurf, like, <laughs> like a Smurf. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've done the Smurf shaft, <laughs> <laughs> or with the bake snooze. <laughs> no, but it's uh, it's a very pretty wood, um, and the birch bark has a really nice grip to it. Even mm. if you're not in it for the tradition, it's really good gripping material. Yeah, it is, and I mean the 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 the, the stuff in itself is like water resistant, so you yeah. can even if you don't treat it with oil or wax or something, it's still water resistant. Yeah. It looks like hell after a while, but if you don't treat it with like oil or something, but it's, yeah, the oil, the, the water just bounces off it yeah. more or less. And it, take, it yeah. takes a good uh, handling stain, I think. You can really see where you grip it after a while. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's quite easy to work with when yep. you get the hang of it, I think. Uh, this is a nice material special, yep. yeah it is for, for sure, sure. Um, and also the different horns horns and stuff from mm. from either the the, the, the moose el elk, elk moose reindeer yeah, yeah. We have a ha we have it all here <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, I, I think also yeah, I mean it's like it's very easy to get yeah it's easy accessible. to combine yeah. yeah, it is. Uh, both antler and... Master I mean, birch. we have like the moose antler. We have a lot of moose yeah. uh, in Sweden. I, I think it's very easy. You can just ask... A, you have a hunter almost everywhere next yeah. door. So you can ask almost anyone and you can get like moose antler. At the moment, so every other day, I have like six to ten mooses sleeping like 25 meters away from... Yeah. my door <laughs> out on the you field start like a moose bed and breakfast <laughs> <laughs> so you just run out naked in the yeah. in the night and, and <laughs> take your serpent cleaver shop one of the horns off a piece of moose yeah, moves. yeah. <coughs> yeah. the convertible don't forget convertible. it have to be convertible yeah. convertible limo serpent yeah mm. yeah <laughs> But Axel, what do you think? Yeah, I don't know what to add to that. I, I think I don't use that shit. <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, uh, I, I don't Paduk? only use 
Swedish material, not I wouldn't say that <laughs> I often use massive birch, but I like it. Uh, <coughs> I like bedauk. And uh, burnt oak. <laughs> but uh, yeah, burnt oak, that's fantastic. Uh, but but I would think that I mean uh, it's a culture thing too. Sweden is reputed for being this high quality manufacturing uh, country and we have been for a very long time and we're really proud of our materials and resources and I mean uh, we're pretty well known for our steel and uh, we have all from like breaking out the iron to to, to melting to do the whole chain here so I mean not so if you have this high quality steel locally and also the materials. I mean, Master Birch is a phenomenal good wood for, for using naturally in knife handles. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if we can use local uh, resources, we, we do. Yeah. It's not a nickel and dime for us, us Swedes, I think. It's something in our culture. We take pride in our products. I don't know. I have no idea. Sorry, guys. I just have to mute a little bit. So I'll be back. Okay. And there he went. There he went. Out in the darkness. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we continue without you. So yep. we can jump in. So I take the next, que- next question from Bender. Uh, and he says, One not so serious question. Why you Swedish guys keep trying so hard? Yet aren't able to keep up with Austrian quality in the knife making. Seems pretty stubborn to me. <laughs> ben, we all know that you just buy prefabricated knives and just put some dents in it and brand slap <laughs> it as come on. <laughs> so, brand slap. <laughs> yeah, we probably lost our 400 listeners from Austria now, but who gives a fuck? <laughs> No, I I think being being stubborn in a craft is very Swedish. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. Uh, in in many crafts, not just in uh, in the knife making or knife hobbyist. Um, we ge- we generally have a pretty good sense for quality. Yeah. Um, and I think we also have this service mind like if the customer isn't satisfied with the product we will compensate it uh, and that culture can differ a lot in the world and our Swedes yeah. are very uh, the customer means a lot and, and the relationship uh, that the customer is happy so and, and sure just does. to add if some, someone maybe uh, would wonder we all know Ben, come on, he's a really talented knife maker, one of the best from Austria, so we're just shitting around with him. Um, <laughs> so no no pun intended. Um, will you take the next one, Patrick? Yep, I can do that. And it's just the first bit, the three other things I wrote, if you <laughs> understand what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm Lobster Hog Kitchen Knives asks what are your names in English? Yeah. Is it is it Axel Rose? Yeah, mine and would Jun- be Axel Rose. <laughs> and Jonas John Johnson. 
And he's back. Pa- Talk of Patrick the devil. Kale-week. Speak of the devil. <laughs> Kale week. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, no was problem. it a, uh, kid, a kid, refund? Kid woke up. Okay. No, it was no refund. <laughs> kid woke up. He was, he was yeah. sad, so I had to put him to bed again. <laughs> kid woke up. I want yeah. a refund. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> you and just gave him some moonshine. Go to sleep now. Yeah, yeah, man. Of course. <laughs> this is chloroform. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> Does this rag smell chloroform? <laughs> so where where were we? Yeah. Did I miss anything? Yeah. I did. Ben giving a us a hard a hard time. Yeah. Uh, but we moved forward to to to. Lamb Labs, Hogster, Hogster, I am Lobster, Hog, no. Kitchen Knives. Ye- yes. No, Lamb, Lobster, Hog, Kitchen Knives. What a lamb. What the fuck? I've talked oh, okay. to. Yeah, 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 maybe. I, I, can, I may be wrong. Lamb, Oyster, Hog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <coughs> should, I, should I take this? What are your names in English? Yeah, we we already very very serious question. Okay, yep. we can take and I, we, we already know Axel Rose. Yeah, uh, I think everybody knows who that is. We have uh, Jonas John Johnson, and we have uh, Patrick <laughs> Kellywick. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, we I think we can like. Uh, Jump through these questions quite fast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I go through the next one. Uh, in what way has the blobster hog, the beach lion, inspired and pr- improved your work? <laughs> uh, uh, no comments. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, I, I rust the core on my knives and stainless cladding. Yeah. Rusty no. core and stainless no, cladding. Twa- no, 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 no. Rusty cladding, Rusty cladding and stainless core. Rusty yeah. cladding, I mean, of course. Yeah, yeah, that's the new, new. That's the new thing. Uh, <laughs> do you have something to add, Patrick? <laughs> <laughs> no, just that it's going to be made. <laughs> what would you say is his biggest contribution to knife making in Sweden? And I took the liberty to to put down an answer there, and that's the love for Dicato. <laughs> yeah. This is very much an inside joke as well, so <clears throat> I don't think we need to get into that. Yeah. Anymore, Con- so. Carl loves Jonas Dicato. You know that Dicato is in, Sw- uh, in Finland right now, so... Oh, I thought it was it in Japan. Moved, it has moved on. No, <laughs> no not that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the fixed spine Dicato. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I can take the last one as well. Uh, we have last one last question from uh, Luket. Uh, any plans for making woots? The plans are always in motion. Mm. Uh, I would like to make woods. I'm very interested in it, but uh, honestly, uh, it's gonna be a while, uh, probably, until I try making woods. I can't see myself doing it in the near future, but it will be interesting to try. And uh, I think if 
I'm still in the knife making route. In the future, I will probably test doing some woods. Mm. For sure. For sure. How about you? How about that? How about that? <laughs> Cash me outside. How about that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've talked about it. Yeah. I think. Like, uh, I think you are more into it, Patrick, than I am. But we've talked about going to Nico. Hynninen. Hynninen, yeah. To, um, yeah, for a course with him. But for me, it's still quite. Uh, I would love to try. I would love yeah. to learn. But. Yeah, it's a bit uh, further in the future before I can have the time to do so. Yeah, but uh, for sure, I, I, I will. I will really try to to make it some someday. Someday. Yeah, and it's just not woods. It's like half steel as well. So half steel and <coughs> half. Half. <laughs> <laughs> no, half. but it's a bunch of like tamagagan and uh, all this stuff. Yeah. I, I really want to try to to make my own steel at some point, but <coughs> just not. I don't have the time and energy for it right now, so I need to focus on the the business. Yep. How about you, Patrick? Um. Yeah. Time. It's in the future. Somewhere. I think it's like a, a, a somewhat a dream for every knife maker uh, to make your own steel, whether it's wood or something else. I don't know. But isn't you it are, just like uh, taking oh, just me. <laughs> taking like an iron bar and sprinkling charcoal over it, punching it? <laughs> Yeah. Isn't that how you make steel? You can do it. Sprinkle do some it. iron or on charcoal. Or take take the <laughs> Sprinkle some iron on some charcoal. You, yes. you take the Schwarf bucket, as another knife po- podcast stated, and you just take the steel dust combined with the ceramics from your belt, and you just melt it <coughs> down and make crucible steel. Yeah. Yep. Ceramic alloyed steel. Ceramic. Uh, that that's a new thing. Yeah. That could be the the new shit. Yeah. No ceramic coating, it's like incorporated in yeah. the steel. With yeah, some mas- master birch dust to it. <laughs> yeah. Great carbide <laughs> former. <laughs> Very good. Very good to have in the steel. <clears throat> well, 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 well. Well, well, uh, I think we have uh, we have plowed through like quite S- a bit of time, so maybe we should start rounding off things. Uh, what are you gonna do to uh, this n- next coming week? <laughs> what I'm going to do with it? What you gonna do to it? Yeah, throw it in the <laughs> trash can. <laughs> yeah. Should I start? Yeah, you can start. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I mean, uh, as I mentioned, I'm uh, currently forging on some knives that I'm going to. Eventually heat treat, and uh, yeah, 
I have like a couple of Damascus knives. One of them I need to forge the blade now because I'm gonna send that to Molly as she's gonna carve the handle. Uh, that's a, another collaboration knife. Uh, so that's gonna be prioritized. But uh, other than that, I have some anodizing for this patch. I'm looking forward to it. It's been a while since I anodized something. Really? Are you looking forward to it? Yeah, really? I mean, in really my mind, nicely? in my mind. But when I'm doing it, I'm probably gonna <laughs> just regret it and do a burnt oak candle and say to the customer, "This is not <clears throat> gonna happen. Burnt oak <laughs> is the thing." Uh, yeah, but I mean, who knows? I, I've last time I did it, I did the process a lot, uh, a little different, so and got the results. Yeah. Pretty good, so uh, I'm gonna test it this time too and uh, make a couple more f- front pieces and end pieces so I have some spares. So, mm. uh, but that's that. And uh, this weekend, I'm having a young guy reached out to me as he read the newspaper. Uh, he he's been forging for seven years. And he, he's in his like 20s now uh, and he wants to proceed with forging uh, as a business so he asked me if i can show him how to do damascus the forge weld <laughs> and i'll say yes it's only to come here and you just take here in the borax and the flux and you smash it well together <laughs> and you just fuck off and you throw it away and take another one yeah no, but, but I'm just gonna show him how to forge well and we're gonna do some uh, Sanmai and he only has an anvil and a hammer and no power tools, so gonna keep it small. Yeah. Small and simple, stupid. Yeah, but but I think it's fun. I, I think should always be open, especially to the younger ones uh, when they ask for questions. I mean... He, to share knowledge. I mean, I learned for from another one, and you should just pay it forward. Yeah. Mm, of course. And I think it's fun just to interact with someone that's interested in it. So that's it. It. That's it, it. it. Nice. And how about you, Jonas? Yeah. Hey, what I'm gonna do? Uh, I, I will try to work as, <laughs> as much as, as, as I can. I'm actually taking the the half day off on Friday because we're going away with the family but <clears throat> over the weekend. But uh, other than that, I'm uh, working on finishing some stuff. I have a bunch of knives that I'm grinding on. Uh, gonna start on some handles tomorrow probably. Um, also, uh, the honeyakis uh, that I uh, he treated today will get some some belt grinding action, hopefully. Belt action. Uh, yeah, that's nice. I like <laughs> it. Uh, and I also have a, a small uh, like a small hunting knife I'm working on as. Uh, oh really? Yeah, like more like a. What's it called on English? Like a Brooks knife. <laughs> EDC. Uh, oh, yeah, outdoor EDC, like uh, kind of uh, Scandinavian style li- knife uh, <clears throat> that I've uh, I've glued up the handle today. Uh, Damasteel uh, blade. 
uh, forged actually uh, and um, yeah I'm gonna finish that up tomorrow hopefully and then I'm gonna do some uh, some sheath to it as well so it's gonna be a gift for uh, uh, yeah my father's wife's <laughs> what it's for no ah don't, never mind uh, crap my father's wife's son so it's for yourself no no it's not <laughs> <laughs> no but it's my not father's mine. wife's idiot <laughs> uh, <laughs> never, <of> mind. <laughs> never mind <clears throat> but uh, that I'm gonna do uh, yeah and I have a, a bunch of blades that I'm working on so uh, hopefully I have something uh, finished here by the end of the week so uh, yeah We're working on as always Working Not on, skiing, like Axel think I do all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Patrick. Patrick. Ja. Um, Patrick. I'm gonna polish up those handles that I've been finishing. Yeah. The walnut ones. Um, and then I'm forging blades this Friday. Nice. Like... If I can manage, I have 15 blades to forge. That's a lot in one day. Probably won't make it. That's a lot. <laughs> no, you can do it. You no can do it. They're already forged welded. Yeah, the yeah. billets are, yeah, yeah, billets yeah, yeah. are all forged welded. Yeah, that's so. like two hours work. Is it, <laughs> yeah. it uh, Sanmai batch that we talked about? Yeah, <clears throat> or... Technically, there are five layers. Okay. Since the, do you have the nickel sheet, but some my. Go my. Go my. Go sun. Go sun. Yes. Goose my. Goose my. Yeah. So I have a lot of forging to do. And then all the normalizing and heat treating and all that stuff, so... I know what I have to do this coming week. A lot of time, a lot of time at the hammer and a lot of time at the at the heat treating oven. That's nice. Always nice. And the um, handles are already done, so I don't have to do any handles. That's nice. <laughs> that is very nice. <laughs> that's like the biggest obstacle for me making the handles. That's like my least favorite part for some reason now. And mm. uh, no, also, I forgot uh, the hammer, my Abno. Your Abno uh, hammer. Fucking thing, I love it. It's beautiful. You need one in your life if you don't have one. <laughs> uh, I did like a little saddle tool for it with a smaller uh, upper, like hammer size, regular ha- hand hammer size. Uh, little tool for the, for the upper die and it's uh, I mean it's just superb hmm. I s- and I <laughs> I took a chair <laughs> and I've been sitting down forging <laughs> oh. <laughs> the last week <laughs> it's so nice I have like one and a half meter from the forge to the hammer it's perfect I can just sit there and relax and just <laughs> 
Take stuff out, hammer a little bit, put it in the fire again, hammer a little bit. <laughs> you need to n- do another video now, I hear, Jonas. Yeah, yeah, I do so. Yeah. And then you need I to will. put up, you, ha- you have to have those one of those uh, spinning office chairs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just having the anvil, like uh, a ra- railroad track on the on the concrete floor. And you just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the funny thing is I have the anvil behind me and I like take it up like this and <laughs> yeah not very good for the shoulders forge scale is to f- <laughs> right on your forehead and your eyes yeah <laughs> it's perfect uh, yep. another thing with that I just talked to to Daniel at Sleep Centralen and he could uh, help me fix a rubber contact wheel for my new bike oh, nice. and I've nice. uh, talked to to, uh, to Bjorn also so now I'm settled with my designs I'm going to purchase uh, all the parts now and uh, I have some guys helping me laser cut uh, the frame to it so I'm gonna start building yeah, my own grinder now so that's gonna be really nice water cooled grinder yeah it's gonna be soaking wet uh, yeah. <laughs> not a mist that we talked about and fresh water uh, yeah. yeah yeah perfect perfect so Very nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. Should we uh, round it off? And I think we always need Patreons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if so, for one episode of English, we need. I I know there are a lot of guys out there just having get a lot in of there. money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we could just mention that we're actually we're working on a collaboration knife if you missed that at the yeah. moment uh, where uh, Patrick forged uh, the billet and pre-shaped the knife and Jonas finished forged the knife and uh, grind it and finished it and now the blades at my workshop and I'm gonna do the handle and uh, we're going to Lotta <laughs> What it's called? Raffle. We, can, we can raffle. say raffle. Yeah, raffle. We're gonna raffle, raffle it uh, to our uh, patrons. patrons. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna have one lucky winner, and uh, the date for that is the thirty-first of August. Yeah. Uh, yes. So if you're a patron, uh, for every month you get one ticket as we withdraw some dollars from your bank account so <laughs> dollars so the longer you've been a patron the better the chances to win to win this competition or this raffle so. Mm. yeah so uh, yeah get in there and be a patreon yeah we have a link to our patreon in uh, on our website or our domain for our podcast uh, we do yeah we do we have it on our instagram no, Facebook. not on Instagram, but on uh, Podbean. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. the address is uh, patreon.com slash knivepodden. Yeah. And it's five euros per month. Yeah. Including tax, I think. Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, it's been up and down with that, so... <laughs> And who some knows? Some months it's like ten dollars. Some <laughs> yeah. months it's like five. It depends how much you want drink when we're podcasting. <laughs> when it's shit faced, you just say, "Oh, fucking these shit patrons. We should just hire them out for every month." <laughs> and then it's one hundred euros, 
<laughs> and then we had to call him in and say, no, 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 we're going to lose all our patrons. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. But uh, also, if you want uh, another English episode, let us know. Yeah. Shoot us a DM. Uh, I think it got easier <laughs> the more we... S- we got into it (laughs) (laughs) hopefully (laughs) i'm not sure we have to listen to it (laughs) maybe you get a laugh when you edit it as axel axel Axel. yeah (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's been it's been quite a while since i talked english like this yeah same here i mean it's good practice and and i i think it went better than i expected yeah yeah (laughs) actually it did i think it's the whiskey auto english Auto English, yeah. <laughs> That's what it's called, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Liquid auto English. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Should we uh, wrap it up? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Have a nice week. Next week See again. You. That time in Swedish. Yes. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Knee pull down.